Do you feel the need? The need for speed? Run, 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 nice! Woo! Did you see the speed? And things are getting debaucherous down under. Look, I didn't sign up to be a stripper on this boat, but it looks like it's what I'm doing. But it's all in good fun. I'm here to give him the best experience and get the biggest tip possible. Even if it means she's got to pull my budgie off and have a look. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch. On Monday, September 11th, we're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. For the first time in a very long time, three new movies are part of the top five at the weekend box office. In first place is The Nun 2, earning $32.6 million in its debut. Part of The Conjuring Universe, the movie stars Tysa Farmiga and Storm Reid. In second place is last weekend's winner, The Equalizer 3. That one, starring Denzel Washington and Dakota Fanning, made another $12.1 million. My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3 debuts at number 3 with $10 million. And the Indian Hindi language action thriller Jawan opens in fourth with $6.2 million. Rounding out the top five is Barbie. It's first time in eight weeks of release that it has not been in the top two. The Greta Gerwig-directed movie earned another $5.9 million. Hollywood stars are rallying around Martin Short after a scathing critique called the decorated actor and comedian, quote, desperately unfunny. A slate op-ed titled Why We Keep Putting Up With Martin Short made the rounds on Friday, arguing that Short's, quote, over-the-top characters, from Father of the Bride's Frank Egelhofer to Only Murders in the Building's Oliver Putnam, are unbelievably annoying. Writer Dan Coyce reflected on Short's five decades in the industry, describing his so-called shtick as exhausting, sweaty, and desperately unfunny. Representatives for Short did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment. Since the piece was published, many of his fans have taken issue with its depiction and assessment of Short, including his Hollywood peers. His fellow Saturday Night Live alum Ben Stiller was quick to jump to his defense, writing on social media, quote, Martin Short is a comedic genius. End o story. Star Wars star Mark Hamill joined in, posting pictures of Short's past roles with the caption, Hard to believe people are actually debating whether or not Martin Short is funny. Newsflash, he is hilarious. You can see more of those reactions at EW.com. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are speaking out about why they chose to write character letters for Danny Masterson before his sentencing of 30 years to life in prison for raping two women. News surfaced Friday that Kutcher and Kunis, alongside their fellow That 70s Show castmates Deborah Jo Rupp and Kurt Wood Smith, were among those who wrote letters to Judge Charlene F. Olmedo, testifying to Masterson's character ahead of his sentencing. The couple addressed their involvement in an Instagram story posted to Kutcher's account Saturday. Have a listen. We are aware of the pain that has been caused by the character letters that we wrote on behalf of Danny Masterson. We support victims. We have done this historically through our work and will continue to do so in the future. A couple months ago, Danny's family reached out to us and they asked us to write character letters to represent the person that we knew for 25 years so that the judge could take that into full consideration relative to the sentencing. The letters were not written to question the legitimacy of the judicial system or the validity of the jury's ruling. They were intended for the judge to read um, and not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re-traumatize them in any way. We would never want to do that. 
we're sorry if that has taken place. Our heart goes out to every single person who's ever been a victim of sexual assault, sexual abuse, or rape. Masterson, best known for playing Stephen Hyde on the Fox series, was found guilty on two counts of rape in May after being charged in June 2020 with raping three women in separate incidents that occurred between 2001 and 2003. His first trial, which began in October 2022, was declared a mistrial that November after its jury was unable to reach a final verdict. And reality TV stars Todd Chrisley and Julie Chrisley are slated to leave prison earlier than anticipated. Jay Surgent, an attorney for the incarcerated Chrisley Knows Best Couple confirmed to EW on Friday that Todd and wife Julie's sentences have been reduced after being given a combined 19 years in prison in November for bank fraud and tax evasion. Sergeant said that Todd's sentence has been reduced to about 10 years from the initial 12, and Julie's has been reduced to about five years from seven. According to the Federal Bureau of Prison's online inmate search system, Todd will leave federal prison Camp Pensacola in Florida on January 22, 2033, and Julie will leave Federal Medical Center Lexington in Kentucky on October 19, 2028. Surgeon said the Chrisleys, who reported to prison in January, have been, quote, model inmates and qualified for the reductions under the First Step Act. He added that they could be eligible for further reductions when new sentencing guidelines Guidelines take effect in November. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Spooky season is upon us. Want to know the indicator? Well, because our number three pick today is the season premiere of Halloween Baking Championship. Twelve new talented bakers will enter the competition and enter Henson and Sons Carnival, as in host John Henson. The bakers are first tasked with making a tiramisu, and then they've got to create the creepiest clown they can out of cake. Yikes, sounds like the carnival needs a new mascot. And you need to get ready for some sweet scaries on the season premiere of Halloween Baking Championship tonight at 9 on Food Network and streaming on Max. Trivia. It's trivia time. Some celebrities have musical talent, some are movie stars, and some have some extra muscle. Celebs that fit into that latter category competed on the 2017 special edition of American Ninja Warrior called Celebrity Ninja Warrior. And we're going to have more on the finale of ANW that airs tonight in just a few. But for now, which of the following celebrities competed on the show? Derek Huff, Maria Menounos, or Milo Ventimiglia? Stick around for the answer. Number two. Things are getting spicy on the sea deck for the new episode of our next pick, Below Deck Down Under. Some guests request a Great Barrier Reef excursion, but get denied, and the blame goes on Aisha. But first, a group of ladies are ready to let loose on the charter and take in all the sights and sounds of a dinner served by the scantily clad crew. And Aisha has some choice words about their volume and enthusiasm. Take a listen. On my face. I can't subscribe to this. Like, I cannot. Oh my god, this is brilliant! These guests 
are a lot. They're all very high pitched, very loud. I love you, Luca! You know, I've been told that my voice is a lot, and if this is what I sound like to other people. Harry! <laughs> I'm so sorry. Over! You have something in your. Oh no, that's your day. Oh my god. He's a savage. Can it just be about like eating and stuff? No, we're gonna be eating sexy man chest. If we were a group of men and this was a group of women, it would be like different. Three minutes away from service. She is so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. She does not want to objectify men. I don't want to objectify anyone. We saw how dangerous round one can go. Should we take a little whistle with us? Can we just stop? They're like happy. Can we stop? Yeah. I hope you guys are hungry. Thank you. Oh, I'm so happy you came back. So you've got the tofu ramen and a whiskey sour. You guys, she doesn't want to objectify you, so she's saying we should put you in t-shirts. What do you think? This is embarrassing. I know, but we're just having tea. Enjoy your dinner. We'll talk later. She wants us to put a t-shirt on. Get the shirts on. Oh my god, what a sight. Second to last charter. Well, just budgies and just shirts. Look, I didn't sign up to be a stripper on this boat, but it looks like it's what I'm doing. But it's all in good fun. Yeah, it's all in good fun, right? Well, the new episode of Below Deck Down Under airs tonight at 8 on Bravo. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, the movie musical Across the Universe premiered on September 14th, 2007 at the Toronto International Film Festival, which is currently underway. The movie stars Jim Sturgis and Evan Rachel Wood in a musical spanning the 60s and 70s that tells a story of love, war, and changing times through the music of the Beatles. The music is timeless, and so is the acting, colorful visuals, and passionate story. You can watch Across the Universe on Max. Well, it all comes down to this. Our number one pick today is the season finale of American Ninja Warrior. The national finals are coming to a close in Las Vegas, and the ninja finalists are set to compete in Stage 3 and Stage 4. Depending on their time and the finishing stats, one ninja will be crowned the winner of the $1 million grand prize. Here are hosts Matt Iceman and Akbar Gabaja Biamilo with a recap of who's going for the win. Caleb hasn't competed in a couple years, but when he did, he was a top ninja. Baby, baby, coming up, baby! He ain't a baby no more. He's 23 years old. Oh, my goodness! It's the kingdom ninja, Daniel Gill! 
better believe I want my rematch against Mount Midoriyama. Run, 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 nice! Woo! Did you see the speed? Daniel Gill is back! High school student Hans Ertz. His inspiration for being here is his little brother Harper. 15 years old, and Hans Ertz gets a buzzer his first time on the course. He and his brother started training six years ago when they could barely speak English. At 15, he is looking like an elite ninja. He's proven that he is a top ninja. We may be seeing him for years. 18-year-old Vance Walker. This kid has a remarkable story. He was born with cerebral palsy. In two seasons of Ninja Junior, Walker never lost a race. He might be the one to watch in the national finals. Noah Munier has been one of the season's surprises. Looks a little like Clark Kent. Let's see if he can fly like Superman. Ooh, look at the way he's just flying across. And he does it! Barnicki came out blazing again tonight, and it's going back to Vegas after grabbing his fifth buzzer in two years. RJ Roman! RJ has one speed fast. Whoa! He is shredding this course. He is now one of the best ninjas in the world. 19-year-old Jeremiah. He really accelerated. At 19 years old, you know they like to go fast. He's got to go. He's got to go. He's got to go. Whoa! The boss, Elijah Browning. Yeah, you can tell he is ready for this competition. Browning is kicking with high heat now. And Elijah Boss Browning does it. Lots of incredible talent there. The season finale of American Ninja Warrior kicks off tonight at 8 on NBC. Finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which of the following celebrities competed on Celebrity Ninja Warrior? Derek Huff, Maria Menounos, or Milo Ventimiglia? That would be Derek Huff. The Dancing with the Stars judge competed alongside American Ninja Warrior veteran Daniel Gill and raised $30,000 for Red Nose Day charities. Well, that, folks, is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep and EW Staff, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, and hosted and produced by Jared Hall.